Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the final episode of Legends Only for the year of 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, welcome back to Legends Legends Only, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends only. Wow, we did that right on the first try. Yeah. Bam. Wow, wow really getting used to this. Mm-hmm. You know, she's an actress. She's an actress. <laughs> well, welcome everybody and happy almost 2020. Or if you're listening in 2020, welcome to the new year. Yeah. Do we sound different? <laughs> Do we sound Skinnier? different? Right? <laughs> More mature, older, wiser, faster, 31 stronger. and a half. Right? I'm about to be 31 in a few days. Wow. Well, let's see how Britney ruins my birthday this year. <laughs> Literally. Third time's a charm. What's it going to be? So excited. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm actually good. <laughs> it's literally the Moo Moo's curse. Moo Moo's curse. <laughs> every year, Britney does something on my birthday that ruins my dreams, but it's fine. Well, can't wait to see what it's going to be. Well, speaking of dreams, actually, didn't oh, you yeah, have something do, you I need do. to say? Because okay, so I don't even know about story. this. Okay. Oh my god! So I had a vision. <laughs> this is. The I had first. a dream okay. the other night, and I wrote it down in my notes app. And I was like, I need to share this because it's totally not real. And I woke up and thought that it was real. And I was like, I just need to share it because if it happens, then like I'm a, a psychic. Yep. A prof. Uh, what's no, a prophet? Not a prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A prophet. It means I'm prophetic, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. I'm just going to share this. So I had an insane dream, so vivid. I blame the melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a music video, Britney featuring Janet Jackson, but a surprise feature. So she dropped a surprise single. It was called Love. And the cover art, which was literally like my brain was just... Um, duplicating the lover album cover you know taylor oh, taylor but it didn't have the r on it so it was just love okay and it was written in perfume lipstick style okay so i was like okay that's very britney 
And she was wearing the 2016 Billboard Music Awards performance outfit in the video. Oh, okay. Which, like, she would, would do. Would do. Yeah. Yes. All, <laughs> so so I, far, this is all pretty on point. And then it was very clumsy meets Do You Want to Come Over? And it sampled Janet Jackson feedback, where it's like, um, strum me like a guitar blow on my amplifier. Oh, my God. And then it was like... It, I don't know. It just sounded like clumsy. And she was dancing around in this room. And then all of a sudden she, there was like this black mist. And then it was just Janet. Oh my God. In this jet black cat suit. And she did the dance and I was like freaking out. And then I woke up and I was livid. I was so mad because I didn't make it to the end of the song. That dream sounds better than anything we'll ever get. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and for the record, that was not a hint to anything. No. This is just T. Kyle's daily. Nope dream and premonitions that he has no i haven't had a britney dream in a really long time yeah i don't think um i had one once where i was performing the circus tour okay that one was also extremely vivid okay and i woke up in the middle of it and i was pissed right in the middle of freak show pissed i definitely didn't make it to womanizer i remember that Mm. but i did like circus and i remember i did um radar on like were you britney or were you yourself no i was britney okay so i just remember it was like super visual and i just remember i don't know it was like whatever (laughs) i just was so excited i had a vision i so vision of love literally literally (gasps) because it was called love yeah wow so that's my dream that i had so when it never happens um you know at t kyle when it never happens yeah but like it was literally like i heard like britney singing feedback by janet jackson I mean, I would love to see it. Right? We'd love to see it. Ugh. But So anyway. <laughs> you know, if she's listening, that's an idea. You it know, is. Toss mm-hmm. it in the back burner. A concept. Mm-hmm. That's a concept. Legends only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the album. Yeah. I mean, I think it was probably based off of, like, our chat about, like, Justin Timberlake. And we were, like, saying, you know, Britney and Janet. And we were just saying, like, justice for uh-huh. our oh, two yeah. queens. Yeah, so they'd come together and yeah. as a fuck you. And just do a cover of Feedback for no reason. <laughs> and Jessica Biel would just walk <laughs> in the room and be like, and me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's just that. Uh, and yeah, so that's absolutely nothing to do with, like, I'm not. Yeah, that wasn't a teaser no. or anything. Sometimes people you know read between the be lines. Like, yeah. Yeah. K Tile and Moomoo's. Yeah. <laughs> hinting again with her insider knowledge. Chucky teasing a new Britney single. <laughs> <laughs> this clown. This clown emoji. Speaking of highly anticipated things, one of the things that has really kicked into high gear the past few weeks is Rihanna's uh, highly delayed, forever uh, Mysterious. teased R9. We are on mm-hmm. 24-7, R9 watch. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make jingles now. We do have to make a jingle for this because we I on, think it's going to be a weekly update. Yeah, we were on Mariah watch yeah. for like three weeks. And then we made it happen single-handedly. That is true. So now we're on... We made Santa Claus Lane happen. We did. So that's why I'm I'm telling you all my dream because I'm like, maybe I can make that happen. That's actually true. We do tend to have self-fulfilling prophecies on mm-hmm. here. Well, I just believe it's the secret. Yes, ask, believe, receive. Yeah. Do you guys know that? Do you know the secret? The se- <laughs> are, are they saying yes? I can hear it. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like, no. <laughs> they know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's literally like my version of the secret. It is. I'm going to write that book next year in 2020. Don't steal the idea. Okay. Well, bestseller. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, basically the concept for the secret is that it's not a secret. The, um, <laughs> 
the secret is that you manifest mm-hmm. and you set your intentions and you ask, you believe it, and then it happens. And you have to you have to vocalize the intention. Yeah. You have to put it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. And then the universe finds ways to make it happen for you. Right. So we're gonna sit here and we're gonna visualize mm-hmm. our, our nine, nine. <laughs> coming out the first week of January. Yes. Surprise, first album of the year, first album of the decade, Rihanna, one. What's maybe oh, a one 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 twenty? Oh my God, I almost just said, "What's the first day of the year?" <laughs> What's my name, <laughs> Rihanna? One one twenty. Double album, visual experience. Um, eighteen music videos. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Concert announced same day. Mm-hmm. Tour, everything. Yep. Yes, it's been four. It's going to be four years since she dropped anti, 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 and anti pasta, anti pasta. And it's been a while, but lately she's been doing some things. Granted, she's been teasing it for years, but this past week she was a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, that post was so funny. She posted a meme of a dog (laughs) rocking out. (laughs) And the caption, I believe, was, uh, let me get it right. It's like me listening to R9 and refusing to release it. Yes, that's basically (laughs) what it was. Which you know... That means she actually is listening to it. Oh, yeah. Like, I really feel like there's something out there. For sure. We're manifesting. We're manifesting. They've done interviews with, like, producers and artists throughout the years, and everyone's like, I've worked with her. So she's been collecting songs. God knows what she's making. Yeah, and hasn't there always been those um, things that pop up where it's like the song New song registered. registered. Yeah, she keeps registering songs. Is that a real thing? It is, but half the time that's not actually the name of the song. Or, so what does that mean? Is it like a copyright? Or they just, you have to... Yeah, it's like they're registering the song in the database so that that's like... Sealed. Sealed, yeah. With a kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wig. Uh, but sometimes it's not even the full name of the track or it's a different name or whatever, but I don't know. And sometimes I think they even like can register it with like her listed as a singer when it doesn't end up going to her. Hmm. So... There's that too. Anyway, yeah, there's like songs being registered. And then uh, her former label slash current label, Def Jam Records, posted a picture of her doing the Illuminati slash Jay-Z diamond, Mm -hmm. which is featured in the Rihanna book, which I got for Christmas. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Now, let me tell you, that book is heavy. I was going to say it looked like... It's half the size of your suitcase. It's larger than my suitcase. I had to carry it outside of it. That was a workout, and I did not plan for it, but it was worth it. It is gigantic and heavy, and it is as big as my coffee table, and it's so detailed. The concept of the Rihanna book is basically Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> and The cover looks sick. The cover is sick. It's just... So she had a book, a Rihanna book, that was the rated R era, and it was a really good, tiny picture book. This goes from loud era, past <gasps> anti. It goes pretty much to the Met Gala as, as the Vatican, the Pope right. look. And it does album era looks, vacations in between, fashion shows, writing every album. There's pictures of her putting up the names of the titles of tracks that aren't in existence from like loud and like... Talk that talk. Oh my God, leak them. Right, exactly. And I anti- love loud era Rihanna. Exactly. And there's all these like abbreviated names of songs that are like, that's not even what the name of the song ended up being or 
they never made the album. And so she, you get the insider look there. And the coolest thing is, I didn't notice at all about the book, but you like flip through and all of a sudden there's um, pull out posters of more pictures and then you keep going and there's recreations of letters from designers and invitations that are like smaller and like tucked into the book. And then there's the original sketch of Bitch Better Have My Money's video and you can see the sketchboard the, of the original concept and you flip through that and there's all these like inserts and stuff as you go. Wow. It's like rich. It's rich. And the pictures are beyond like she is the one of the most stunning women ever. And like the pictures that they have of her, she's topless in one of them. Sometimes I'm like overwhelmed by the amount of content Rihanna provides because she is so prolific. First of all, she's on R9 and she started out in 05. Yeah. So it's a lot. But the the fashion aspect of it is like. I get it why the fashion world took her in a sense because you can see the trajectory from Loud when when she gets like incorporated into the fashion world and then she's such like an it girl. It's very cool. Well, she's also always evolving. She is. Totally. The looks of you get to see like her get those like hand tattoos, the close-ups of her oh, getting it right. and she's like grimacing and like holding. It's just it's a real journey. If you really like Rihanna, I highly recommend it. Uh as long as you have space in your home. It's the size of my apartment, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Rihanna's a legend, an icon. Actual. Can I say something bold? Sure. you, especially? Yes. Um, I think Rihanna is like on the same level as Madonna. Me too. (gasps) Oh, wow. Oh, Oh, my God. The taste just jumped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is the Madonna of the new generation. Yes. She is the... the coolest pop star, him. period. She's the coolest, like, bar none. Like, nobody is as cool as her, I feel. Like, when she walks into the room, it's just like, she's the coolest girl. And I think she is just, pro- yeah, as far as, like, album style, visuals, changing the game, I just think Attitude. she's Madonna. Attitude, most of all. I mean, that's the thing with her is she has always maintained a level of confidence, mm-hmm. whether she's actually felt it or not. Right. Because I'm sure as, like, a young artist, she probably wasn't. Right. Suck my cockiness, lick my persuasion. Yeah, I mean, her fearlessness, always changing the look, and just comfortable in every size, not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm deeply G for L, gangster for life, Navy forever. I stan Rihanna. Like, I feel like she is truly, as you said, like Madonna of the new generation, for sure. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see her evolution, this is a really good uh, look behind it's so much like her receiving icon awards and the fashion legend awards and all these things. Is it limited edition? There are like 5 million versions of it. Oh, you can get it with this like insane stand for like thousands of dollars. So yeah, everyone go buy your Rihanna books and uh, study Not that. Sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored yet. <laughs> Rihanna sponsored the legends only podcast. Oh my God. But um, yeah. Wow. I just went off, but uh, Honestly, that book. She's a legend. She's a legend. It really um, kind of like re-sparked my standom because, I mean, four years away, you you forget sometimes, you know. And then, Well, because she was, I mean, every album was like back to back to back to back to back. Yes. I mean, we had a new era every single year. Yes. For how long? She kept us fed through 2012. Yeah. I feel and like then it was every Ant, year. Yeah. Anti was 16. And then, yeah. Now she's like, wait and see. Wait your turn, which, you know, fair enough, because nobody, it was never like 
a given that an artist should put out as much as she did. No, but I mean, I feel like three years is not, I feel like three to four is now kind it's of It's totally standard. normal. Yeah. But like, anyway, so Rihanna book teaser, she trolled again on Friday. Her mother posted a picture of four little bears for Christmas and they each had the name of Rihanna and her siblings. And the, the one that says Robin, Rihanna's real name, uh, her eyes were covered with a cute little Santa hat and somebody just commented like, oh, look, R- Rihanna's hiding. And Rihanna <laughs> responded, yeah, from the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> so she hates her fans like Britney. And that's really <laughs> right. <laughs> also endearing. Um, yeah. So she's just starting trouble. I feel like she's really agitating the fans. Well, she used to do that all the time. She did. And then now she's kind of scaled back. But like... Maybe she's bored or maybe that does mean something. Yeah. Well, I mean... When she comments, it makes... I mean, we're talking about it. Oh, yeah. It's a headline every time she comments. So and she knows that. She's being um, selective. She is. And wisely so. Yeah. I do think something must be happening at this point. She also lied last year and said 2019 in, oh, in a yeah. comment. She was like, sorry, 2019, it's coming. Well, there's like 24, 48 that's, hours left. I mean, that's why I keep this, saying so. maybe she's keeping to her word. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is going to be publishing in 2020, I think, on the other side of the planet, but I don't, so maybe not for you. <laughs> maybe not for you. You missed the Rihanna album, but... um, You know what? I will say this, though, about uh, Fenty Beauty. Oh. I gifted someone a highlighter palette yeah. from the Fenty Beauty one. It's the one that's like, I don't know what it's called. It's like gold or something. And she loves it. She's obsessed. Oh. She said it's phenomenal. So not sponsored, not surpri- but like... Well, please, Fenty Beauty, She's obsessed with us. it. So you know what? We love a successful businesswoman. We sure singer, do. Song, a songer, legend, singer, fashioner. <laughs> and the Sorry. thing is, like, it's excellence in every every area. Mm-hmm. She does socks. She does lingerie, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all good. And Samsung the, commercials. And it cannot be understated the epicness of Samsung commercials. <laughs> can't be understated. She literally partnered with LVMH, like Louis Vuitton to launch Fenty, the brand, that's not just like a no shade to our queen, but it's not a candies for Kohl's. Oh, wow. What are you saying about those <laughs> eyeglasses? What are like, you saying about that pink photoshopped hay? Uh, I'm saying she's not on that level. <laughs> <laughs> These jeans are actually very, very cool because they're faded. I mean, to be a pop star and be given a Louis Vuitton brand that like of under that house is like really a huge it's never been done before and the brand is like legit and is receiving awards and everything manny so, moa shaking manny moa shaking you know we love a we love a multi industry dominating queen mm-hmm. she also commented speaking of instagram comments Uh-oh. the one someone posted something about like which is your favorite rihanna slash whoever that's right today oh well on friday yes james fontelroy yeah so him. the producer He's done several songs with Rihanna and it was just a meme on Twitter. Somebody was like, which is the best James collab? And she commented on that. Yeah. Cause he like posted the screenshot yeah. on his Instagram. And it was like James join um, the last song, I think something else and firebomb, which we stand. Oh, Oh, we stand so hard. Her, one of her best bridges of her whole career. Mm-hmm. The bridge is everything rated R in general is everything. And she commented, firebomb, shrug emoji. for firebomb. (laughs) Justice for firebomb served, just proving that the taste is exquisite. Do the girls even know firebomb? Do they? Probably not. Do you know firebomb? 
We do. Like, we just know Disturbia. So now um, you need to go and listen to it. Yeah. We'll put it on the Legends Only weekly playlist that we do every week so you can find it. Yes. It's so good. Give it some streams. We'll get it charting. All I want for Christmas is Firebomb at number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always one that was like on the brink of being a single, it felt like. It could have been. It could have been for sure. Like a final single? A very Love the Way You Lie. Yes. It but totally, better. Yeah. It totally could have been in that world, though. Fiery, the visuals. Oh. <laughs> it's like, because, you know, <laughs> oh, fire. <my> oh. <laughs> because fire and then the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it totally should have been. But anyway, that was a small feat of justice for Firebomb, now that she likes it. Mm-hmm. Rated R deep dive coming, Rated R, I don't know Honestly, when. yeah. It just turned 10, so we kind of missed it. But we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Speaking of honoring legendary Chanteuses, <laughs> <laughs> something else happened over the past week. Very unexpected promo. Yeah. Um, I thought this was really funny, and I texted this to Brad, and I was like, what is going on? The timing of it all. At Slade on Twitter tweeted this clip out. Thank you for finding this and posting it. Um, it is a clip from the show Morning Joe, which is on MSNBC, politics, morning show. Heard of it? Yeah. Um, I'm not a regular watcher. Um, it And they're married, airs, right? Yeah. It's yep. like Joe and Mika. Yep. I think it airs at like five in the morning. I don't know. That's when I go to bed. That's when I go to bed, yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they had on the hosts of the podcast called Switch on Pop which is the concept is basically about pop. Yeah. (laughs) And they stand Carly Rae. Mm -hmm. So they started talking about Carly Rae on morning (laughs) Joe and the clip. I don't know. There's just something that's like oddly really funny about it. Yeah. The hosts are talking and they say like, Oh, you know, we refer to her as like Saint Jepson, like the patron legend. And like Joe and Mika are like, well, you talk about Carly Rae Jepson. That's a good song. (laughs) That was my, I don't know, that was a really bad impression. No, I think that was was spot on. And they talk about the genius of Carly Rae Jepsen. And I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, not my type of music, but man, that was a great pop song. Yeah. And, you know, I thought that we were the only ones who had, like, very um, interesting, cool, and urban um, crossover Uh moments. Uh But, you know, the universe just... Just worked out for us. Yeah, so anywhere that Carly Rae can get justice and promo, (laughs) we will talk about. That's right. (laughs) Including, (laughs) surprise, our next deep dive for our patron Legends Only fans is going to be... Drumroll, please. Saxophone, please. (laughs) I don't want to get copyright infringement. That was too too close to the actual song. You're going to yeah. have to... <laughs> um, our next Patreon-exclusive deep dive is going to be the legendary, iconic album Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. And it will either be posted at the same time as this or tomorrow or the next day or sometime before the end of the year. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check that out, patreon.com slash legends only. Not sponsored, but like... It's just our Patreon. <laughs> that was my commercial voice. That was amazing. Yeah. That was great promo. Thank you. You did amazing, sweetie. <laughs> um, great. <laughs> what else happened in music? What else happened? Well, 
As far as the year or as far as this week? I mean, everything's kind of died down yeah. this week. It's like a very somber, well, not somber, like mellow. Mellow. Well, the, the, the six days or whatever in between Christmas and New Year's are like this weird no man's land of no one knowing what to do with themselves. I know. I have cabin fever right. already. I'm going to the dentist. I'm going for walks. I'm just like going to talk to the people at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, oh my God, I've got, you know, time before my next gig starts, so... Until you uh, should I reveal it on here? Mm. Take the reins as Trisha's assistant. I know I'm gonna be songwriting for Christina Aguilera, <laughs> back, doing background vocals. Can't believe you're moving in with Jeffree Star in his new home as a security advisor. <laughs> God, my dreams of being a secret agent finally exactly. Coming true. Could you imagine if I was like, surprise everyone, Legends Only is over. I'm becoming a secret agent. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> for Dunkin' Donuts, one day, one day. One day. <laughs> You're just going to disappear. I have until I'm 36. You do. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You have until you're 36 to become an FBI secret agent. You so, have the wigs for it. Uh, I'm going to be 32 in May. So four years from then. Could be your next gig. Yeah. I'm basically going to be Britney in the Femme Fatale tour intro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm not revealing my new gig yet. I'll do it on Instagram tomorrow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be my New Year's Day post. You do have to make your teaser video. I'm not going to do a teaser video. Cut to the teaser video. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Until we announce that then. Mm -hmm. It's been a year. It's been a week of looking back at the year. Yeah. Looking at our choices. (laughs) Thinking what we could have done better. You know. (laughs) Yeah. This is really going to turn into a therapy session real quick. Yeah. Well, we'll end with all the personal shit. Because then if you don't want care, you can just (laughs) (laughs) stop and go to your next podcast. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I've got a bunch of questions, you know, I'm basically going to interview Moomoo's here. Right. Um, just some conversation starters. Ice breakers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So as we wind down this tumultuous, iconic, transformative, legendary year, Mm. what would you say your favorite song of 2019 has been? And not what Spotify told you, because we right. all... We all know. Although, I will shout out, someone on Twitter did say that they were so glad they got the recommendation of the flute guy. Oh, that's that true. one song. Shout out I, to you, because I, I told you it was a bop. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> the girls are listening. Your impact. I uh, Yeah, I found a new banger, actually, on Apple Music. Um, it was called... Um, white noise com- continuous it goes off <laughs> for eight to ten hours <laughs> that is the beat drop <laughs> let me tell you that wow, is a good one so catchy love that bridge <laughs> um yeah well what was your like actual f- favorite so Every year I go through an existential crisis where I say I'm not picking one. And Every I, year or every week? Every week, every day, <laughs> every minute. For the past two years, I've been consistent. Like, I don't want to pick just one. So I did instead a list of 50 songs, mm-hmm. which you can check out on Mew Mews. You can see all 50 songs. And I also put, it on, put them on Spotify. So you could just check out the playlist if that's easier. And Apple Music. There are a few standouts for me. But I really can't, like, don't you feel like, do you, like, spiritually have, like, a song of the year usually? Um, spiritually? Like, it just feels right in your soul to say, this is my song? Um, yeah. Do you have one? Yeah. Oh, well, I think you do. I have, like, a whole, we're gonna go deep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it would probably be 
a few because I just can't pick one. I just can't. Oh. But it, <laughs> I love those songs. <laughs> uh, I would go between, I feel comfortable saying it's between Grime So Heavy I Fell Through the Earth, which is uh, also Me at the beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She wrote about Kyle. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, that's a bad joke. <laughs> and also her song Violence. Like, I love both of those. Rosalia and J Balvin's Con Altura. Uh, because I just feel like that was such a cultural takeover. And the video and the meme with the pig that stops. But it's like, La Rosalia. <laughs> and then the pig stops. <laughs> just for that meme alone. Uh, Lana Del Rey is the greatest about, you know, the collapse of Ooh, the American society. We that love is a that. a good one. Love to see it. And um, honestly, Sweetie's my type. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just felt that that was poetically, lyrically, the song of 2019. Eight inch big oomph, that's good pipe. Wow. You know, just really, it really resonated. So anyway, th- that's it. I honestly, I couldn't pick one for me. I just couldn't. Doesn't feel right. Well... You can go to MewMews.com <laughs> and get yeah. all 50 of his top songs of 2019 now. Thank you. Thank available you. for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Support your local creators. <laughs> Just kidding. It was Senorita by Camilla and Sean. <laughs> okay, so that song had a moment. And if you follow me on Instagram. Well, I know it did for a different reason. With Ramona Singer. <laughs> she posted a video dancing to it. And it is so funny. It so really honestly, the impact. True. She helped it go number one. She definitely did. I mean, she made me aware of the song, and now <laughs> I kind of like it, at least the beginning of it. I get it. Because I just think of Ramona going like, it's catchy. Yeah. You know, they might not have any flavor between the two of them, but it's catchy. Mm, you know. <laughs> and I will say, not to shade her, but in comparison, Normani and Sam Smith, the chemistry in da- uh, Dancing with a Stranger. Oh, fucking Bob. So much better. Okay, Taste. So, as we're just going off on tangents, it's mm-hmm. fine. Sam Smith, a couple comments I want to make. How Do You Sleep? One of my favorite songs of the year. Fucking Bob. Yep. Just wanted to say that. I heard it again today, and I was like, fucking Bob. Underrated. I think I said, um, I think it's going to be one of those songs like, do you stand Usher's Climax? I forget. But that was a Diplo song. It's going to be one of those songs that I think like pop lovers are going to be like, that was better than we thought it was. Yeah. Like, Agree. In, like, I think it had a moment, but it didn't really have a moment. Like no. It could have been way bigger. Even Dancing with a Stranger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Max Martin, Perfection with How Do You Sleep. I, it's so good. It's so, 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 so good. So good. Also, second comment I would like to make. Have you seen the TikTok of Sam Smith? <laughs> of the, so, stra- the strut. Yes. Yes, the strut. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it is so fucking funny to me like <laughs> the, the, sound, the slow reveal and then the walk it's like the walk but yeah and i'm not making fun of sam at all it's the the person recording it the sound that they make when they're like yeah yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> there's just something about the timing of the it's TikTok very good. that is extremely entertaining it is and i was like strutting down the street the other day, and I was like just walking, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, I just, anyway, Sam's been kind of thriving comments. this year in a way that's like not charting, but like not directly in your face. Mm-hmm. I just think "How Do You Sleep" and "Dancing with a Stranger" are both like so solid. 
And we didn't mind the Donna cover. Some people are really mad about it. Really? I didn't mind it. I know it's untouchable. I it reminds me of Confession, so I stand. Yeah, I wasn't saying it was as good or better. I was just like, oh, cool. Yes, acknowledge a classic. Anyway. Anyway, the point was, I stand. Yeah. So, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, And your favorite song. Okay. So, my favorite song of 2019 is Higher Love by Kygo oh, yes. and Whitney. It's like a spiritual moment for me, but it also reminds me of like, I don't know. I was just, this was like a, it hit at a, the point where I was starting to like transform my like attitude and my health. And it was like my birthday and pride and it hit like at the right time. You know, there is a meaning in the song and the lyrics mm-hmm. and it's like my favorite EDM artist. I'm just like, that's going to be what I look back on. Definitely. Yeah. I remember that moment for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree that that I was feel your it. song of 2019 for sure. With a follow-up being, well, the Jonas Brothers album. But we'll get yeah. to that. Well, yeah, that's next. <laughs> <laughs> so just get that out of the way. Just get that out of the way. Uh, my favorite album of 2019 is Happiness Begins by because the Jonas it Brothers. began. Yeah. <laughs> it came back. It did. And success i'm so happy for you because i feel like <laughs> oh my god that reminds me of the publicity skit <laughs> yeah. so happy I'm just for like you so happy for me and so sorry for you because clearly you've been doing a lot of partying and it's been showing on your face and on your body <laughs> oh god that fucking anyway well because to, to have it be one of your favorite acts ever pull off a comeback that's not only successful but superior to their run before like as far as like now they now they're considered cool in a way that they weren't considered cool definitely when they were tapering off to you to me (laughs) but also to i think the general public i feel that you know it was like there was a bit of a joke to it at the end of their first run right because they were like a boy band yeah and teeny bop and it was still you came out of disney like it's still oh yeah camp rock yeah like you can't really shake that that jonas la (laughs) okay yeah that song with demi all that point taken but now it's like established hot wives and shit and like they're all like men and they're all like Mm. really in their prime and like doing it Mm -hmm. and they're funny they're funny they're talented Show-stopping, original, unique, never the same. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Have you seen their skits on Instagram? Yes, they're so funny. They're very funny. The Bert one. I don't know. Did if you I... see that? No. With, um, so you know Bert, like the Muppet. Yeah, that's a Muppet, right? Yes. I don't know. Do Bert I look and like a Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Bert and Ernie. So they're sitting and they're talking about um, iconic mustaches. So like, oh, I think Bert Reynolds had like the most iconic. And they're like, yeah, I think Bert's definitely better. And like Ernie walks in and like hears them say Bert's better. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, bye, guys. <laughs> Just no like the way. stupidest, oh my most God. random I didn't see skit that. ever. I didn't see that. I'm like, first of all, where did you get a Muppet from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why was there a Muppet? Did in they your do Sesame room? Street? Oh. Maybe. Maybe. That would be so funny. That would, that would make, make sense. sense. <laughs> Wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess Whatever to, was funny. I guess to find a Muppet, you'd go to Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. You know, good for them. Anyway, my point was they're funny and Th- talented. They're funny. Can't wait for the follow-up album, hopefully in 2021. Happiness remains. Yeah, actually, though. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> happiness sustained. Yeah. Oh, if only. Destiny fulfilled. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
Speaking of, we better get that DC3 reunion in 2020. Manifest it. Manifest it. Imagine it. Well, what will the outfits look like? Just visualize it right oh, now. Oh, I mean, it's so easy. Like you do cat Survivor 3.0 where it's like... Cat suits. Cat suit camo. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Sequined camo cat suits. Yeah. High ponies. Independent women video just like vamped up. The mm-hmm. same exact looks. They could really just do all their looks in like a 2019 fashion. 2020 fashion. Yeah. And then Beyonce exits stage right and Michelle exits stage left. And you just hear the beat of Commander Absolutely. kick in. And Kelly Rowland gets her moment that she deserves. And then she leaves, Michelle rises and breaks the dawn. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it. And then Tammy from Drag Race comes out and does it with her as Michelle weeps. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't sleep on Michelle. Anyway, I really want that to happen. The rumblings have been a little loud this year. And Kelly's been dodging the questions. She has been. So we'll have to see. But I think it's exactly what Beyonce needs. I think she needs to have some fun. I think we're all going to have fun. We all need that. We all need that. And I think it would be great. It would be empowerment, girl power, all of that stuff. And it would be just a little bit of that fun energy between the girls again. And also, let's show them what a girl group really looks like. You know, she's got a point. She's got a point. Have to say that. Since the Pussycat Dolls aren't fucking coming to the United <laughs> right. States. Are you we're kidding still, me? We're all just on Instagram asking them for React. That's what we're doing. Oh, we're, yeah. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that, Robin? Wow. All the time I wasted watching How to Be the Next Pussycat Doll. <laughs> and what do you do? Starring Asia, who was never actually put into the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even come to fucking Hammerstein. We'll see. Maybe they're just testing the water somewhere. Even though I think they sold out the O2. Which is difficult to do. Not everyone, Not everyone does, does that. that. So I think the demand is there. Even if they only do LA, NYC, Chicago, I think they could do it. We'll see. Anyway. Yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about albums, but then we sidetracked into a DC3 reunion. Yeah. Manifesting. Manifesting that. Um, what was your album of 2019? That I actually I think have. I know what it is. Yeah. Everybody knows. It's Lana Del Rey, Norman fucking Rockwell. Future Grammy Future, Award winning. Let's manifest it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the long overdue. And the overdue. Grammy goes to <laughs> Lucky. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> God, what if it's Halsey who does it from A Star is Born? It's like, Halsey. Oh, so the person from before, the year before I have to present it? Is I, it like the Miss America? I don't think it's like that. No. Oh. I think it could be anybody, unless I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Whoever does it, they better say her name right. But yeah, I just want it to be her. But yeah, I've been I've been talking about that album all year. That's just that was the mood of the year for me. Doing time was a good like summer nineteen jam. The singles, just everything resonated with me. Just the nice the demise of the American world as we know it, and uh, also all the sweet love songs that she yeah. for. It's coming, you little bitch. It's coming, you little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> We're ready for it. <laughs> And whoever stole her sister's mementos, give that back. Did you see that tweet? No. She put out a little notes app, and I was like, oh, no, not a notes app. Uh-oh. But she said, happy holidays, everyone. By the way, like someone stole family mementos, including my sister Chuck, who's the photographer and director for a lot of things. Um, her entire like repertoire, like somebody has it now. And like there's stuff that she'll never have back. So she said she's offering a no questions asked reward just to get that back, even if they email back scans of stuff. It's so right. sad. Well, listen up, you listen. little Lana Stan. That's it's one of it. you. Give one it of back. you little Twitter twinks. Yeah. <laughs> Who stole Chuck's fucking thumb. bottom. <laughs> wow. Um, 
Yeah, so Lana's mine. That's my album of the year. Wig. Well, <coughs> you know, speaking of <laughs> memories of 2019. Love a memory. Um, what was your favorite memory of this year? My favorite Christmas Would you like memory. to start with least favorite memory of tw- I kept that <laughs> off the list, but we can go there if you want. We don't have to go to least favorite memory. Great. We all know what it is. <laughs> so my favorite memory, I will say, just belongs in the bucket of escapism, which is a nice thing that we did this year. Not you. You weren't here for this. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was when I went to go see Queen Jennifer Lopez in tour. On tour. Oh, yes. That's right. You were... Um... Talking was, about that a lot. I was, yes, I was on the floor with J-Lo on her It's My Party tour, her 50th, 50th birthday tour. A concept. A concept. It was a fully realized concept. There was a lifted stage that looked like the birthday cake. It was all very mid-sense. It was a concept. I died when the opening montage included her People's Most Beautiful cover. That killed me for some <laughs> like all of her com- accomplishments it was like anaconda <laughs> people's most beautiful it's like queen the gift i don't know her <laughs> I don't, yeah it's <laughs> probably the gift too. she should have thrown it in i just yeah i took a million videos i posted and stuff the energy that that had the strip tease which was obviously very britney and, and beyonce you know like that kind of vibe the whole show was so so good she's so energetic and i was just blown away because she's not really considered a queen of pop in a lot of ways because she's so every bucket TV movie. But that was like, no, she's a queen of pop. So I stand. Well, speaking of 2019 and looking back on things um, and reflecting on them, can I make a confession here? Um, I guess so. I'm nervous. I regret not going (laughs) to see that tour. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm surprised. I know you're not the biggest stan. I know, but like she was so nice when she came to watch what happens live. Yep. Like so nice. And she walked in and she had this big flowing cape and these sunglasses and it was so iconic. She like so rich. She was walking down the hallway and the gaze we were sitting there, like jaw on the floor, and she just took the sunglasses off and did like a hair whip and her cape was flowing and she was like, Hi boys. Uh. And I was like, Oh wow, like I just I felt something. Yeah. Like I'm actually shaking and I was kind of shook. And then I didn't see Hustlers because I hate movie theaters. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it late and I was obsessed. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like really regretting it a lot. Yeah, that wasn't even, that was before Hustlers. So I would have even been like standing harder. Yeah. Yeah. But this was J-Lo and Mariah's Mm. year for sure. So basically (laughs) the point of that is that you should do what you want to do. You should do what you want (laughs) to do. And sometimes the things that you are like, oh no, I don't do that. Right, or like if you don't want to go by yourself. Oh, or that. Like, just go. Just go. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just do it, baby. Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also, I feel like I try and tell myself, is this a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Yes, and that's part of why I went. If the answer is yes, just fucking go. Because this was her first headlining solo tour, apparently. And I was like, well... 50 years old. You don't know if this is also a like a farewell. Or if she'll even want to do another one. You never know. Yeah. Because some of our faves just, <clears throat> yeah. Rihanna, are yeah. just like... They might just go away for years and Maybe years. I never want to do it again. Yeah. But uh, if anything, I actually think the opposite's about to happen. Because she'll do the Super Bowl. There'll be interest. I There'll think, probably be something else. Yeah. Like another album, yeah. tour. Yeah. Okay, I'm going. Yeah. I really, really recommend... It was like all of our faves. It was just very very uh shaking and crying 
Yeah. I mean, just after Hustlers alone. Yes. Should I tell everyone what I did on Christmas? What did you do on Christmas? Um, so I might have had one too many White Claw. Oh, no. And Baby White Claw. my parents said that the entire car ride home from my aunt's house, I wouldn't stop asking to go to a strip club. <laughs> that is very unsurprising. Yeah. You, uh, lately, I would say, when you have had too many White Claws, you often refer back to the strip club. Listen. <laughs> You're always like, you don't even know what happened there. <laughs> the things that I saw. <laughs> You know, I'm just a very curious person. Yes. I love curious. a scandal. Do you dare? Yeah. <laughs> Tits. Do you want to see? Do you shake them? <laughs> yeah. So that's embarrassing. But you uh, know what? You know what? I stand by it. And I said what I said. So. <laughs> you did. You might not know what you said, but you said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's great. What was your favorite memory? Okay. So my favorite memory of 2019. That you remember. listen okay i like to have fun (laughs) what's that i like to have fun yeah Mm -hmm. i like to have fun um i'm a fun time don't even um nobody has denied that (laughs) okay so my favorite memory is world pride kygo at the javits center there's a theme here yeah okay because i felt like so pride weekend is the um like when I look at back at my like weight loss journey and all that stuff, I yeah. mark um, the first week of July, like July 1st as being my official quote unquote start date. Oh, okay. But all of the doctor's appointments and all of the shit, the blood work and blah, blah, all that other shit was all through May and June. Got so it. I was like figuring it out. And then like July was like my kickoff yeah. where I like mark that as my day one. And Pride was right before yeah, was. that started. So I like fucking went wild. I had so much fun. I was like, I'm going to be my ideal self in 2020. And I'm going to shake my tits and not give a fuck. And you bumped into James Charles. And I bumped into James Charles. <laughs> but like really though, I literally was like, I'm going to go shake my tits. I don't give a fuck. Going to be a new me. New attitude. New you. Half you. Mm-hmm. New half you. Yeah. Exactly. And that kicked it off. Wow, World so you really, Kygo, Whitney, Higher Love, Pride, mm-hmm. really just the center of your 2019. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's World good. Pride was the catalyst that kicked it all off. What was I doing World Pride? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. were you doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just date somebody for the weekend, and they made a movie about that. But anyway, yeah. I haven't seen The Weekend, actually. It's just called Weekend. Anyway, I'll get to that another time. Yeah, wig. <laughs> Columbia. Anyway, so like the school or the, the, the country. Oh my! I almost said state. <laughs> so, shit. Great country. Um. Okay, let's keep moving down the categories. Favorite podcast hours moment of 2019. Oh yeah, like what's? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like favorite. Like something that we did. Okay. with our podcast that is like your favorite thing. <clears throat> or like memory. I personally loved when we got dragged. I mean, just the experience <laughs> was. I would have to say, yeah, that was definitely um, my my favorite podcast memory. Honestly, this is cheesy, but is mid drag. Um, we were at, I think we were together. It was at my the British night on the top of the Soho House. Oh, when I, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I don't know what memory you're like. All I will say is that Peppa Pig somehow oh. 
<laughs> Peppa that was Pig not what was I was thinking of. On the entire Soho house <laughs> ceiling walls. We had a projection of UK pop stars, and unbeknownst to me, somebody... I'm not saying who. Somebody close to T. Kyle might have hijacked the video projector and played Peppa Pig during the Drag Queen's performance, but also, like, during the actual night. Oh, yeah. And there's video footage of it. I did not notice. You know what? I'm sure it enhanced the experience. I like to have fun. Yep. Somebody does. (laughs) Somebody's also a computer hacker. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that hard? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's a YouTube playlist. But anyway, no, it was during that party. um, We were mid-drag and um, uh, several people had come up to be like, I love the Britney podcast. Like, it it gives me so much joy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like talking to each one being like, yeah, but you know we're canceled now, right? Because we're being dragged by like these people who think we're in on it and all this shit. And they're like, what are you talking about? Oh, everyone. A- every single person had no idea what we were talking about. And that made me feel like just enough better that I was like, maybe the end of the world isn't coming after all. Mm-hmm. Because if you had logged on to Twitter, it was just a torrent of people telling us we're over, we're canceled, sis, we're being paid off by Jamie Spears. But if you talk to people in real life, they were just like, I also relate to your Britney experiences and loved your podcast too. And that was really uh, healthy for me, I think. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just nice to have IRL experiences with people who liked what we did. And there are a lot of people, and I know they outweigh the negative voices online who also reached out. But I think that was really reassuring. So that was like a really good positive podcast memory. I love that. Yeah. What is mine? (laughs) Yours was scrolling through my mentions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I have done yeah. numerous times. I know. Um, mm, so my favorite memory is going to be the launch of Legends Only because it took a hot minute. Mm-hmm. You were ready to go with it sooner than I was. Okay. Like earlier in the summer, but I was going through like a bunch of personal shit. Yep. Which also like hearing from people in person helped as well. People are like, oh my God, I love the podcast. I can't wait whenever you guys decide to come back. Yeah. And I wasn't ready and you were like very patient and you're like, whenever you want to start, we can do it. No rush, no pressure. Yeah. And I think it just all came at the right time. I was ready. I feel like it's so much fun. Specifically, our Taylor Swift songs that we did like three weeks ago. Oh, that's right. I found the um, the notes <laughs> the notes app, and because I was clearing and organizing them out, and I found I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and it was all of uh, my remixes of Taylor oh, Swift songs yes, that exactly. I wrote. That was a good moment. And I was like, you know what? This is fucking fun. This is fun, and there's a lot of freedom that comes with being able to talk about all our legends mm-hmm. that we didn't have with the first one. Which I love everything we did with the first one. Oh, love. but it, but it is a uh, a time sensitive. It's a it's a capsule. Niche. It's a capsule. Yes. It was never meant to like that season was never meant to be something going past 2019, which is why it right. Was, <clears throat> The timing was unfortunate. But anyway. Well, it was also hard to say goodbye to it. Yeah, of course. Because it was like two negatives happening at the same time. It was like, I'm sad because this is kind of over-ish. Yeah. And you started to get, by 15, by 14 or 15, we had a following that was very much anticipating reference the next episode. So we knew there were only four or five left. It was sad. So it was kind of like, oh, the momentum met with events happening in life with her was just the perfect storm Mm -hmm. so 
yeah, we needed uh, six months of uh, of space. But we're here now. But we're here now. <laughs> I also really enjoyed um, the Alexa Snyers. Oh, yes. Because sometimes I say shit in the podcast that I don't realize until later. Oh, my God. Like, it I laugh really at our po- own podcast. Is that weird? That's that's the sign of something going right, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just hand it over to you and pray it sounds good at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are good memories. Mm-hmm. Positive. Which leaves us to, um, well, it's kind of on the same vibe. Um, something more personal. Something, yeah. Before we... Close out the year. Yeah. Why don't we get into uh, our personal hopes, dreams, and uh, things to work on in the new year? I love that. Uh, one thing you're proudest of in 2019. I guess I think I know what yours is, but go ahead. So <laughs> mine is my weight loss, but it's so much bigger than a number on a scale because all of that was tied into my mental health Mm -hmm. so for me I finally confessed problems I was having to my doctor and it literally felt like 400 pounds off of my back I felt like this huge weight lifted and it completely changed my whole attitude about everything and I feel like there's two things that I've learned this year that are really all a part of this one is I don't care what other people think about me anymore. And the other one is that I embrace change Mm. and also recognizing um, that not everything is an on and an off and that things take time and just embracing the ups and downs of life versus um, like trying to just beat yourself up over, Mm. you know, like one massive goal. It's like you think, Oh my God, I want to lose 40 pounds. Yeah. That's not going to happen tomorrow. So being able to embrace it one day at a time, one step at a time, Mm -hmm. and the whole journey along the way. And um, yeah. Wow. It's all hand in hand. Like it was my mental health, my actual health, my diet, my stress, caring what other people thought about me and letting that dictate what I did. Yeah. That's, I think that's going to inspire a lot of people actually. I hope so. I see it in the comments, besides the ones that just say skinny. Oh, <laughs> I still need to do my whole like weekend chat about it. Cause it's like, it's bigger than just being like, oh, just eat less and everything's gonna be great. Like, no, it was a whole like mental and physical transformation. Yeah. That's really good. And realistic. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would have to say the thing I'm proudest of, and it sounds so over the top dramatic, but is just getting through the cancellation. I'm just really proud that I have gone from completely destroyed by a person's comment to finding the ways to navigate the internet that it bothers me less. I'm not perfect by any means now, but I feel like I was in such a bad place at the beginning of all of that, that I'm pretty proud of coming out stronger than yesterday. And I'm also pretty proud of the the coping mechanisms I used, which was mainly just going to the gym and also still not drinking for almost two years now. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of maintaining that during a pretty bad time of getting a lot of DMs telling me I was garbage and a bad person because her team or TMZ is paying me off and those things like that, like over and over telling me just horrible things about myself. And I think, you know, I'm never, I'm not at the place where people's opinions about me don't affect me at all, but I'm getting better. And the more I hear things from artists who've, that I look up to who've gone through it 
a hundred times worse than we ever have. It inspires me. So that's why I had that moment with Reputation Taylor Swift. I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but also, I can't believe it goes back to Taylor again. But what she said about Lana, which was that she just kept going because so much of the criticism against her was so undeserved. It was really inspiring that she just kept going. And that's kind of like we fell off the podcast because it was going to end anyway. We had nothing there to sort of like do creatively. Mm-hmm. So it was it was harder because had we had this podcast, we could have been like, well, there's a new episode next week to look forward to. Right. And there just wasn't. So I think having a creative outlet's been really good. I'm going to get back into writing for myself again more. And, and those sort of things like started up again. And once you put your energy into that, then the other things fall away. I think it was a huge learning lesson as far as how I navigate the internet. And not everyone's going to like me. And that's like something I've had to kind of come to terms with, which is really stupid to say, because it's not like I went through life without being criticized or bullied in school and stuff. But like being, I I guess I'll say like being a notable Britney fan through the years and being like generally celebrated as a good Britney fan, it was weird to have it flipped on me. It was weird to be called disgusting and like you're trying to keep her in jail and all that stuff. Right. So I also think there's a side of it to for both of us separately you had your blog and I had my Tumblr and you build these communities on the internet Mm -hmm. as your escape from the world, like everything else. Yes. Like your insecurities, your like for me, it's my depression. Like that's something I struggle with. Mm -hmm. So we both found communities on the internet. Uh So that's like a safe space that you've built of internet friends that I mean, there's still people who message me and they're like, I was there the first year you did reality TV gifts and did the whole sticker giveaway. Yeah, yeah. And that's almost 10 years ago now, which is crazy. Totally. And the same way, like if I write about Robin, they're like, I remember when back in 2010, when you wrote about body talk, like that's still. Yeah. So when you have that, that space infiltrated or you have like, not infiltrated, but like so much negativity coming at you so fast, it's a shock. It was definitely a shock for sure. And I also think just kind of realizing, I mean, one of the things I'm blending into the next question, but one of the things I'm leaving behind in 2019 is giving energy, Carrie Hilson energy to a bop, by the way, a bop to people who, who force themselves into my world, which is, that's like one of my biggest weaknesses I'd say is I kind of, I reply to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I talk to a lot of people who slide in the DMs and stuff, not for but like literally just want to talk about pop and stuff. Yeah. And when I gave too much of my time defending myself privately in messages with people that really just destroyed me and, and made me sad. And so I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I only want to give energy to people I'd like to give energy to, not people who force themselves into my world and like demand answers or demand that I talk to them about Brittany. Like they're the only person who, thinks about Britney like I do like there was too much of that and I did it too much I'm gonna reel it in in 2020 <sighs> this is all stuff for the therapist but <laughs> in the meantime this is a good I mean, yeah it's all but also it's connected. the secret it's it's putting it out into the universe and saying the things that kind of helps yeah that's one of the things I'm gonna leave behind is is entertaining uh energy that I don't need to be There are people I just don't need to be talking to who like have wormed their way. Like they message me relentlessly until I answer and stuff like that. 
and I just, I've always just like eventually replied back and I, I just shouldn't. So yeah, I don't know. That's I feel that. Yeah. What about you? Well, for me, and this is like a bold statement. I feel like I genuinely have gotten to this place and this, please tell me if this sounds pessimistic because it's, I'm not trying to sound pessimistic. Okay. I really feel like at the end of the day, if you think about it, we're all just these weird living beings on a gigantic floating rock mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So like, what the fuck is the point? Mm-hmm. So why am I beating myself up all the time on other people's opinions, what they think about me, the comments they make about me? I really feel like I have stopped caring about the opinions of people who don't genuinely care about me as a human being. Yeah. And I've really started to connect more with people who genuinely care about me as a person, as a human who care about me growing, care about me learning and changing and getting better and being a better person. And kind of like you said, like investing time and energy into those people Yes, because I know who those people are. Yeah. And like you said before, like in person, when we're at Britmas and we're at all these parties, people come up to me and they say the sweetest things. Mm-hmm. No one comes up to me and is like, you're a fucking fat ass, dumb bitch. You're canceled. Right. You're disgusting. Like no one. Well, I will come up to you and say that eventually. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> God, knock on wood. I'm like, oh. yeah, exactly. I'm sure there will be someone, but yeah. like <clears throat> the comments coming from these anonymous accounts that don't even have a photo on their avatar. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like, I yeah. really don't. And I genuinely feel like I don't give a fuck. And it's not that I'm trying to be like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Because I do care about growing. And I do care about changing and becoming better. And, you know, admitting when I'm wrong and all of those things. But there is a group of people on the internet who don't care about... Like, they just want to be an asshole to you. Yeah. And I've accepted that. And I'm embracing that as something that just comes with, you know, being a creator on the internet. And if yeah. you are a creator on the internet, small or big... It's going to happen to you at it some is. point, it's too. It's just inevitable. It just, when people, unfortunately, when people see you doing something that you're passionate about, they, you know, they want to attack that. As RuPaul says, unless they're paying your bills, pay those bitches no mind. So Yeah, difficult, uh, difficult, difficult to, to uh, enact. Put into action. Yeah, yes. For sure, it is. But it's also true. And I would extend that to unless they're like your friends and family that you actually care about, then it doesn't right. matter. Because if you told me, you need to stop posting this. You're looking like that. I would take that into consideration versus. Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I, but it's true though. It's who it's coming from should matter more to you moving forward than like an anonymous Avi. But I don't know. I, it, it's just, it just, it was a year of uh, growing a thicker skin. Yeah. And I'm, actually pretty proud of that and i'm pr- proud of becoming you have gotten better i will say so you all know brad <laughs> was itching to start this podcast in like july and i was like absolutely not <laughs> so <laughs> you would think it would be me but no you were like ready and like itching to go and i was like wow she is definitely she's transforming yeah i just wanted to keep the ball rolling because i've realized that that's actually the secret is got to keep um creatively keep yourself busy yeah that is true um yeah so i mean that kind of brings it to like resolutions and that's obviously one of them i'm going to try and write every day for my site and try and write more for magazines and do all their interviews and things like that because i feel like i fell off this year because i was really 
I did what I shouldn't do, which is I let it affect me. I didn't want to write about anything on the internet. I didn't want anyone to like contact me for a while. It was really just the gym. It really was like for all the jokes about my gym selfies. It really was. I'd play League of Legends. I'd go to the gym. I'd be depressed and repeat. But at least it was a healthy coping mechanism. But I don't want to just be boring and like do that. Like, I'd like to like. Put well, they say out. that sometimes um, you need to step away to heal. Some people need introversion periods yeah. of it to heal. And I already am. And it's so. viewed as like a negative, like... Yeah. Nothing was actually... Yeah, it was a good thing that I did for myself. Yeah. Nothing was bad I, about it's, it. It's a good thing. Inevitably, even if I do a Madame X tour review and things like that, I'll still have like people angry about that stuff. And that's fine. That comes with the territory of like, when I write about things, people don't like it. That's fine. It was just that that wasn't as personal as what this year was, which was deeply about my alleged character and, you know, us being paid off by your team which yeah well we really need those airpods exactly (laughs) sorry god well i rode this yacht to your apartment oh right down oh my god i must have my street (laughs) yeah anyway so that's one of my resolutions any other resolutions i just have uh no more working for free i support that uh and i feel like most well it depends it depends on where you are in in career and interest and things like that but no favored being consulted for projects no pay me pay yep and that was something i turned down this year which i feel good about for a project they wanted my feedback as a fan turn that down because they weren't going to pay me (laughs) i mean there's nothing in it for you and it's like they just want good ideas because they didn't come up with it she's got a point so I guess that's kind of... I think those are great resolutions. Great resolutions. Especially as a creator, it's so hard to say no to someone asking you to do something for free. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is like a new connection. And you have to weigh... Right. You have to take it into consideration. Yeah. If it's something small and it could be a foot in the door, it could be a connection, you know... Like, I've done logos for free for people because I genuinely love doing it. And I'm like, I like you, so I'm doing this out of like, you know... Yeah. But then in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, like, if their company takes off and they become, you know, the next Nike, I'm fucked. But, like, so you have to weigh things. You do. You do. Yeah. But that's mine. I guess career. Those are all career slash mind things. I guess that's my risk. And and find a man. Oh. (laughs) Well, you know, like, my post, which I can't read because it's too far away and my eyesight's going out. It looks like an eye chart right now. It says something on there that... Um, you shouldn't look for love. Oh, yeah. It will find you when you're doing the things that you love to do. Honestly, true. That is true. So I'm just going to keep I'm on like, writing. okay, well, when? I've, I thought that I've been <laughs> doing the things that I love for the past fucking 31 years. It will happen in Starbucks. No, in Dunkin'. Excuse you. In Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. He'll be reaching for the same creamer as you. Do you use creamer? No, I'm on a diet. Oh, that's right. I drink my coffee black now. <laughs> well, well, my resolutions, yours are good. Okay. Um, so my first one is maintenance of my diet mm-hmm. slash doctor slash health routine. Um, making sure that I continue to go regularly to my chiropractor to go to my check-in and to make sure that I keep doing my intermittent fasting. My schedule is completely changing. It is flipping quite drastically. So I just need to make sure that I, you know, 
if I have any issues that I talk to my doctor about it and I just keep on it and I don't let it creep up on me or whatever. So that's my one goal. Yeah. Maintenance is good. And then my other resolution, which is like, I mean, I've always done this, but like to give 110% of my next job. Oh, absolutely. So but like, you will. I'm not even worried about that one. You're going to do it. 120%. I've, I've reconnected with like my spirituality this year. And this is very like weird for me to say, because I don't think I've ever said this in my life. I am going for it in 2020. I think I am extremely talented and I believe that I am talented. And I know in my heart and in my gut that I've worked my fucking ass off for the past however many years. And I am ready to go into next year and do the absolute best that I can. And if I fall flat on my face, so be it. At least I'll be skinny. So I won't make that big of a boom. (laughs) That'll be on the quoted pillow. For sure. (laughs) But like, I really feel that. And I feel like I've, reconnected with my spirit guides and the universe and I'm seeing signs again and I'm being pushed in the right direction. And yeah. Sparkling energy has just went off. She just jumped out. She really did. But like, but true actually. And that's also the best mentality because just like your fitness journey, weight journey, because I, 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 I know that you're, you've made it a point that you're not doing the gym. You're oh no. <laughs> well, I actually might though. Oh yeah. Cause I want to get, um, I don't want to bulk at all. Like absolutely not. Right. <laughs> More pounds. <laughs> no, but I do want to get agile and I want to like I a yoga be, or Pilates. Moment? Um, no, I want to do, I think like speed training, like okay. dance possibly. <gasps> oh my God. Hand eye coordination. Yes. Because I feel like I like being sharp. Mm-hmm. And I want my mind to match my body. Okay. My, or my body. To, wait a minute. <laughs> I want my physical body to match how I feel in my brain. So scattered and. Scattered and quick. <laughs> scattered and skinny. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Because I think one of the biggest things and going back to your original point about even if you fall on your face, which you won't, but it's good to do that is the inevitable valleys, the peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. There's going to be They're a gonna valley. It's, you're going to plateau at some point and that's when it's going to be the work and you might even gain and it's going to be when you're tested the most and that is the hardest time. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> tested, but that's, you just keep going. You just, it's not going to be a straight line. There's going to be some setbacks, but the mm-hmm. point is to not let it overtake you and then the trend is back upwards. It's like you can have some some bumps along the road and it will happen. And it's just And then part one of the year, it might be twenty five years later, you will go number one. <clears throat> exactly. Like Mariah. Ultimately it all roads lead to Mariah. Talk about a successful story of redemption. Not that she needs to be redeemed from anything, but it's more the public perception. Things happen. Thriving queen. Thriving legend. That's the energy we're taking into 2020. That really, really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I like that. Those are all very positive things. Yeah. Yeah. More doing, less uh, thinking. Well. Well, think about the things you're doing. <laughs> but less thinking think about. before you do anything. Think first. before you do anything. Definitely think before you put on your AirPods and walk out into traffic. Um, almost got run over by a horse coming in here. Oh. <laughs> but uh what a motivational monday yeah can you believe <laughs> <laughs> legends only motivational mondays 
Yeah. <laughs> could, could you imagine new podcasts coming? Honestly. In? We'll do a spinoff. I would do it. Super Soul Sunday is meant to be a day of rest, but not for us. <laughs> we have certainly surpassed the time for this week. We have supersized motivational Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we are wishing you a very happy new year. Very safe new year. There's some crazies out there. Yeah, me. Yeah, um, watch out for T. Guile. Watch out for me. If you see some a skinny legend swinging through the streets with a white claw, screaming, screaming about a strip club, <laughs> get out of his way. Let her to, be on I that thirst. Stopped. She's going to be on the Instagram story. You just get out of the way, or you'll be in it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, who wants to go? Like, just someone fucking go with me. Yeah, that's true. Somebody just. <laughs> All right. Well, happy new year. Happy twenty twenty. Happy new year. Happy twenty twenty. Happy new decade. Yeah. Can you believe it? New things, new possibilities, new collabs, new albums. <laughs> R9. Final, final decade of Earth. <laughs> final decade of Earth. Live it up, girlies. <laughs> Live it up, girlies, before the, the polar caps melt for good. I mean, aren't they saying that like everything's supposed to be like over? Well, not, like... well R9 will drop, and then it'll be oh, over. That's, I mean, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah. Before. That's all y'all need. That's all <laughs> but until then. <laughs> until then. <laughs> We'll see you, see you next year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> next week's episode is going to be posting the morning that I'm going to be starting my orientation and my new job. Right. That is going to be the day that Manny Mua is going to lead you into the factory for Lunar Beauty. Oh my God. I wish Manny Mua would. I want to go on a date with Manny Mua. Oh, here we go. We're manifesting. Yeah. Manifest. Well, I don't live in the same state as him, so it's not happening. Okay. Well, no one tweet that. No, <laughs> do not. Actually, no, tweet it. <laughs> Great. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.